Today's show is sponsored by our friends at orcacoolers.com. From roto-molded coolers that keep your ice good for days. They have drinkware like the barrel, the football barrel, the shorty, the stein, the teeny, the vino. They have chasers. They have coffee campers and travelers. All sorts of stuff. It's going to keep your drinks cold or hot. You're going to have coolers that will keep ice for days. And they're bear-proof. Go to orcacoolers.com slash bourbon for 15% off your order. That's orcacoolers.com slash bourbon. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Old Limestone Mixing Water. It is the mixing water of Kentucky bourbon. We are firm believers here at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Drink however you want to drink. You want ice in it? Put ice in it. You want to put some water in it? Put water in it. And if you're going to put water in it, use water that was filtered through limestone in an aquifer that's 130 feet under the ground. Old Limestone's unique Kentucky limestone aquifer produces a rich, velvety, smooth water with hints of calcium and magnesium, which amplify flavors. Yet with no iron at all, you can make bourbon anywhere you want, but 95% of it is made in Kentucky because the water is special. Use Old Limestone water to mix. Take the taste test. Pour a bourbon neat. Sip it. Now add Old Limestone, swirl it, and sip again. Check out Old Limestone at oldlimestone.com or they're available at a store near you or online. Bourbon and Beyond. This September in Louisville, Kentucky, with Bruno Mars. The Killers. Black Keys. Brandy Carlisle. Plus Duran Duran, Billy Strings, Black Crows, The Avid Brothers, Blondie, and so many more. Bourbon and Beyond. September 14th through 17th in Louisville, Kentucky. All passes on sale now for as low as $10 down at bourbonandbeyond.com. What is going on? Zeke Baker. You know, just a uh, another beautiful below freezing night in <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. Although I will say, I'll throw this out there. It's not necessarily cold open material, but. I mean, this is literally cold open. You talking about the temperature. Well, so, you know, we had that freeze, what, like five, six weeks ago back now when it was just, you know, brutal, like nasty cold. Yeah, I think that's the last time we put a podcast out, too. That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> but. I've had the house for seven years, I think now. Same plants been out there, but this freeze, it got them. I mean, it nuked every single little shrub, whatever I have in, in front of the house. So I'm going to go get some new ones, right? Springtime, I probably should plant them a couple weeks ago. Oh, well, I'm behind. What's new? So then, uh, you know, Carlos and I go to Home Depot. They don't fit in the Honda. He's got an SUV to work, right? Well, we get looking, and I'm like, man, my mama's coming up here this weekend. I don't know if I'll mess this up, but the very last thing I want to do is buy some plants and then waste my time and energy getting them in the ground. And then she rolls up in here like, well, dumbass, what'd you plant them for? They ain't going to make it. That ain't the kind of thing you plant this time of year, you know, or anything to that effect. And about that moment, I just had a little bit of anxiety. And I was like, Los, <clears throat> we out. Let's go get a drink. <laughs> that was quick. A quick Home Depot run. <laughs> Although my point is now this week, it's back to freezing. Kind of makes sense. Third week of March, winter always gets in one last um, shove, I guess you could say, before it says goodbye. That's going to be this week. Luckily, no snow, bullshit, etc. But I'm glad all in all, I didn't plant anything about 10 days ago because it'd probably just be dying right now. I'm glad to. Anyone in Northwest Georgia, this week was the 30th anniversary of the blizzard of 93. If you know, you know.
everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. It's good to talk to you, my friend. It's been a minute. I know we've been saying this over and over lately that we're going to get back on track. And then we get off track and then... We try to get back on track again. There's just a lot going on, a lot of good things going on. We were a part of the Folds of Honor event two weeks ago, I think now. Uh, we raised with them and a whole lot of other people that were a part of it. There was over $200,000 raised for Folds of Honor. So that's something crazy, like 40 scholarships that go out to the children and spouses of wounded and fallen service members and first responders. So that is such a good event. Go to foldsofhonor.com, find out more, follow Folds of Honor Tennessee on Instagram, find out what they're doing. There's a rock and jock softball game. There is a golf tournament later on this year. There's other fun stuff that's going on. So follow Folds of Honor, give to them. They are a great organization to give to. You know, so we've been taking some time off. We've really been trying to give back as much as we can. I know that two tastings at the Folds of Honor night, each with us, each tasting went for $6,500. I am still humbled and floored. We need to schedule those. So like, by the way, expect to hear them on the show. This was one the first event where I talked to them after we did this. And I'm like, you know, just so you know, like the podcast, it's if you want to be on the podcast, great. If you don't want to be on the podcast, great. And they were like, no, 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 we want to be on the podcast. Like it was the first time people were like, no, 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 you bring those microphones. So hope you're ready. They're all a bunch of ex-military folks that I bet have great stories. Zeke is going to get along well with them. Now, the the best thing, what I will say too, is these events, you know, like I was up on stage doing the live auction. And when I was describing our tasting and I basically said, all you're going to do is drink like awesome Willet and stuff that Zeke has. Zeke, every year, all he does is stand up and give me the finger. <laughs> and then this is two years in a row. He has just stood up and given me the finger. And I'm in front of all these people on this stage, nervous and rambling anyway, right? I probably talk too much. And Zeke's up there just giving me the finger. I know. I I got to work on that simply because I don't mind giving you the finger and it's my go-to move, but I don't want charity to think I'm giving it the finger. I'm, you know, I'm getting more cognizant of things in my old age. Let's be honest. No, I mean, the charity does not, you're donating tastings and we donated two tastings that got $13,000. They don't think you're giving them the finger. When I say Zeke and I'm giving you hell noticeably in front of people and then I call on you and you stand up and give me the finger, everybody knows you're giving it to me. All right, I feel better then. I did have a little remorse after the last event. <laughs> no, not at all. Nobody thinks that you were giving them the finger. They all know you were giving me the finger. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll dig deep in uh the vault, so to speak, on uh all the random sh stuff I don't know that I still have that we can find for pours. We'll find some random shit. It's okay. And uh, oh, you've you've seen my cabinets here. They don't have spices. <laughs> If, fun fact if you go over to zeke's house under the kitchen sink like where you would expect to find like pots and pans and cleaning supplies or whatever it is right underneath zeke's kitchen sink is just bottles like he doesn't have pots and pans there he does have pots and pans i mean it is a house he cooks his kids food but like <laughs> the big cabinet to the right of his sink is all bottles that's the liquor cabinet lots, lots of epic samples <laughs> Well, speaking of epic samples, we were able to get, and I have been following this craft distillery and wanted 
to taste it for a while. And then finally they reached out because I don't think they have distribution here in Tennessee, but still Austin Whiskey Company has been out for a while and uh, really, really, really been wanting to try them. And they sent us some of their musicians. So this is the musician. It is straight bourbon whiskey. It's at least two years old. It's 49.2 ABV, 98.4 proof. And it is 70% white corn, 25% rye, 5% malted barley. It is at least two years old. And it is the sweetness of chef grade white corn. The same kind used in Austin's famous tortillas complements the spiciness of our high rye mash bill. Any questions from you, Zeke Baker? So the kicker, so to speak, is the corn, but it's a high rye mash bill? I don't Sorry. really, I mean, it's 25% rye. So if we're thinking about stuff, I mean, oh, yeah. they said high rye mash bill. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put it. I mean, other people have mash bills that are known, or if you want to say the ones that have multiples, I mean, what MGP low rye is 21 and high is 36, right? Yeah. 25 is closer to 21. I would say that too. Fair enough. I don't know. That, it just kind of caught me off guard. You know, I, depending on the delivery, I catch random words like, uh, how does that apply to this? Before I forget, and we, we dive into the whiskey too much. You brought the tourney. Is Kentucky in this year? Because I, I don't know where they stand as a basketball program anymore. Yeah, neither do I. Um, but they are a six seed. They are in. I'm okay. surprised they got a six seed. I mean, I, I thought that was very generous for them. But kind of like a, a legacy play like you, you know like once you win the masters you get invited back every year <laughs> like you know uh, it's kentucky who knows no there it's have been some times number. there have been some times they're out but <laughs> i don't know i, I was I doubt george is in I, I i don't follow basketball obviously but i, I doubt george is in <laughs> we're doing okay yeah them dogs ain't hell when it comes to basketball <laughs> i mean for real though like states have athletes how can you re recruit amazingly for one sport, not another? I, I don't get it. I really don't. Not to go down a rabbit hole, but like it just doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't. It's crazy. It doesn't. I know we went on this whole tangent here, but surprisingly enough, best of the SEC this year is Alabama. All right. Oh, I mean, last time I remember them being good, Spreewell was down there. Uh, there was another guy, Steele. Uh, Steele was his last name. I think his name was like Ronald or... But he was pretty, uh, Bama was pretty good then. I don't remember that that one. Yeah. Vague things I remember from my sports radio days. But anyways. It's like me in, it's like me in movies. <laughs> You're like, it, this happened in 1999. I remember it. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> anyways, what did you think about this whiskey, Zeke Baker? Um, So I tried the sample as it was. What proof did you say this is? 98.4. Really? Yeah, 98.4. Oh, wow. It had a lot of punch. Are you serious? Yep. I wish you all could see Zeke's faces. Like when people ask us, are we ever going to do? Yeah. 98.4. Zeke's face. He is just floored. Like his jaw has dropped all the way down. There's a lot of pauses here that I'm going to clean up because he just cannot believe that this was 98.4 proof. So this has a lot of, um, a lot of popper bite on the front end. I mean, it, when it first hit my tongue, it, it came in bold. It was yelling a little bit. Beyond that, I thought there was a really, really nice sweetness. There's a nice caramel corn that mimics that sweetness beneath it. Towards the mid, that kind of fades. And I think by the finish, didn't really have a whole lot, but for you know a younger whiskey, 
can't really complain too much as far as the direction I feel like it started in. But I will throw a curveball out there out and say, honestly, I, I thought this was cash strength or at least higher proof, just the way it hit when it came in. So I did pour some of this sample into a glass and add a few drops of water. And I like that a lot better. The crazy thing here, and this is truly what I believe, this is one of the best damn Texas whiskeys I've ever had. And I know it's young, you know, at least two years old. This does not taste like a young whiskey. This does not taste like a craft whiskey. Like, I don't get a craftiness vibe to it at all. It is a very mature two years. It doesn't taste like it tastes like it's been around forever. And it has a lot of corn. I mean, a lot of my tasting note is corn here, but I mean, they play that up. The white corn, they play up on purpose and it kind of goes for the vibe of Austin with all the tacos there and everything going on. Like it is very fitting. I also get some cinnamon on there. It's got a nice buttery mouthfeel to it as well, but I mean, you definitely get that white corn when it comes to it delivers, it delivers a hundred percent. Like I am floored that I'm having a Texas whiskey that tastes like, I don't want to say that word. I know that word triggers people, but like, this is an easy sipping Texas whiskey. It is a very refined, mature two years. It has a great mouth feel like it tastes like they know what the hell they're doing. It's still Austin. Well, and the fact that, like you referenced earlier, the corn is what they're, you know, hamming up as a selling point. Well, the corn's what you get and it's good. I mean, it, it, it's not like, you know, they're you know, rambling on and on about something and then like, oh, well, that did not taste good at all. Like, no, this corn is a very good product. Like what what they are using and what they deliver, it, it's spot on. Like I said, to me, it was a little hot right at first, but all those corn notes, super sweet, super good. I mean, I want to see where this is in a year or two. I'm sure somebody's watching it well with Texas heat, but... It's on the right track for sure. So this has been first released in 2020 and the age has not changed since then. I should mention to you as well that I don't get the heat that you do on the front. And that's, I think, why I'm so floored. And again, you know, for everybody listening, we know Zeke and I have opposite palates. I don't get that heat as much as you. Uh, but I think the fact that this has been the same for three years, I don't see it changing anytime soon. Maybe, you know, maybe because it's at least two years old, maybe they're adding some older stuff into the blend. I don't know, but it would be something to ask them. We obviously don't know and we're speculating here. All we know is at least two years. I mean, that Mashville, it's not necessarily high rye. We know that. It's okay. But well, and for all the folks that are, um, you know, color whores, so to speak, like, I don't think you and I have ever referenced it once unless we just said something was like, wow, that's dark. But I, I don't feel like it ever weighs into our notes or our opinion by any means. This is not overly dark. It looks very light and, and like popcorn or, or whatever you want to call it, Orville Redenbacher. But at the same time, it still matches. That's the flavor you get. Sweet corn, buttery notes. I'm good with that. I mean, if that's your jam, they deliver. It is a good whiskey. I just don't know how much this costs. No, I mean, does it matter? But people want to know. No, I'm with you. And end of the day, I can't imagine for a roughly two-year product, the price is that high to where you, you're questioning yourself of like, do I enjoy it that much or not? Like, if you like it, you like it. Go with it. Yeah, the, the cast strength. Now, there is a cast strength that's 80. So I feel like I'm still doing my digging here. Looks Man, like about... guys behind this week. No, it looks like 
about 47, like anywhere 40 to 50. So that, I mean, that's a fair price. That is a super fair price for that. No, that works. And I feel like that market supports itself really well. A hundred percent. I'm a fan at the end of the day. I think it's, it's good. Your thought, Zeke? Yeah, honestly. I mean, the proof still throws me off, but that sweetness is really good. I think another year or two or three in the barrel is going to put it like damn near right where you want to be. And to have a, a good product that's only at a five, four to five year age point. That's not easy to do, you know. Only folks I really know that do it right now is uh, <laughs> down there in Lynchburg. Exactly. Which they just put out, I posted about it tonight, but they just released the embargoes over. We can talk about it. The Jack 10, the Jack 12. We will do a podcast on it. I will make sure Zeke gets samples of this. My samples just came this week. So sorry, I didn't have a chance to run them up to you yet. But don't sleep on this either. I mean... How many times have we um, scoffed at Texas distilled bourbon? I'm not going to lie. It's happened <laughs> more than a few times. You can't say you haven't either. <laughs> but no, this is good. Honestly, like I, I think we're both in agreement solidly there that, hey, now, if you're going to pitch this corn and uh, you know say it's uh, the bee's knees, it delivers. <laughs> Go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.